0: so glad you could join us for mornings at YCVC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with him. So let's get into the word. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Deb. And thank you for the um, team that runs um, everything in the background you might not realise. I did a quick count up uh, this morning and uh, there was at least a dozen People who make um, Sunday mornings happen, or, or in particular this Sunday morning. So, church just doesn't happen, and I really want to honour and thank those people be, behind the scenes when we start kids' church. When, when is it, Crystal? How long before we start? Second of, May. second of May. Remember that second of May. That team of twelve is going to at least double. All right, so we're looking forward to um, kids' church starting again next uh, next term. Um, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Steve. I'm part of the um, part of the uh, eldership team, leadership team here um, at church. Uh, Nick, uh, our pastor, um, is uh, ha- has had a couple of Sundays off, been away with his family, and we're looking forward to seeing. Um, Nick and Christy and the boys uh, next week. In the meantime, you've got to put up with me. (laughs) I want to talk about waiting this morning. And I want to ask you whether you're waiting for something at the moment. Are you waiting for God to act, to lead, to respond, to direct or to provide? Are you in a place where you feel pressed up against the unknown and, and you have no idea what will happen next? It's been two weeks since um, Easter and I was just thinking about the disciples and thinking where they were at today. And um, Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit, when the Helper came to them and emboldened them all and gave them lots of uh, uh, courage and wisdom um, is—it's 50 days from the resurrection thereabouts. 50 days from the resurrection to the time in which the Holy Spirit came. So, um, give, give some thought to the disciples. They're 14 days into their 50-day wait, and Jesus is popping in and out, <laughs> um, probably scaring them every time he does it. But Jesus is. Um, is uh, popping in every now and again and encouraging them and letting them know that soon they will have that helper. So just bear in mind the disciples, they're only 14 days at the moment uh, into uh, their 50-day wait. So they had to wait 50 days not knowing what was going to happen. And at that time, um, they would have been a fairly fearful bunch, I think, just really wondering uh, what was going to happen. We're a little bit different. We've got the Holy Spirit. We've got the helper. But, um, and I'll, I'll put myself on the spot here, I'm still not very good at waiting. I've got all the resources uh, that Jesus, that God has uh, provided, and yet I still don't like waiting Sometimes we try and deflect and say that it's our um, kids or our grandchildren that don't like waiting. Oh, they won't wait for this and they won't wait for that. But we're often just as bad in terms of waiting. Um, As Alex reminded us and Mim just read, we actually need to be still. No distractions. Each Each day... We need to have time. No distractions, just his word. But, you know, I, I, I just don't like waiting. Um, you know, I like a few Facebook channels, Facebook video channels. I like um, uh, Supercar Blondie. I don't know how, how many of you subscribe um, to her, but she shows off new supercars. But if she takes too long waffling at the beginning of her three-minute Video, I'll just skip to the end, or I'll just stop and just flick on to something else. It's really, um, it's really um, <laughs> bad of me. And uh, I realise I'm a slow learner, and I'm forgetful. I'm a, I'm a slow learner because by now I should know. Uh, after now, I'm coming up to sixty now, I, I should know to be able to wait on the Lord, and that, the fact that He likes to build patience in me and he likes uh, me to wait on him and he likes me to be still before him but I forget and I forget his blessings that come from that and um, one of the wags on our eldership uh, told me last night that we all needed a little bit of Stephen in our lives (laughs) Uh, I think not okay not unless you want to be a slow learner and forgetful and i know that i'm a slow learner and i know that i'm forgetful because he puts me through this uh waiting test again and again and i forget his blessings and i forget his purpose for my life which is to become more like him I just want to share a little uh, bit of uh, testimony for uh, a few minutes uh, from the last couple of weeks, and then just go through some uh, scriptures again. Scriptures that, as I as I thought of them, uh, they all came to mind really well, and I thought, "Oh yeah, yeah, I know that I know that verse. Aren't I clever?" But we've got to apply those uh, verses, and we'll go through those uh, in a few minutes. So uh <clears throat> most of you will know I run a local used uh car yard and um, uh it's it's a it's a reasonably um successful car yard but right up until Friday we hadn't had any sales since um since Easter so 14 days um, nearly 13 days Without any sales and we 've recently just done a, a very modest uh, renovation to one of the rooms in our house and I was very uh, proud of myself that we had been able to pay the builder because it 's a the room is a home office i 'd been able to pay the builder out of the profits of the business and i hadn 't had to um, i hadn 't had to borrow any money from the bank and um, so I was pretty proud of that, and I thought sales will continue on, our cash flow will carry on, yes we've, uh, we've run out of uh, our capital, run out of our capital paying for that home office renovation, but guess what, no sales, no people even, no inquiries over the internet, um, My offsider Derek, who who, uh, works uh, with me, I was running out of work for him. I was running out of work for the um, high school boys that uh, come and wash the cars. My diary was empty. I like to write in a diary uh, with pen and paper. The sales diary was blank. So after the first couple of days, I go, oh, yeah, that's a bit tough, but that's all right. Um four days in, starting to get a little bit worried, starting to get a bit anxious. By last weekend the anxiety was getting a bit too much. Starting to get miserable, wasn't I, darling? <laughs> and and nothing. And I thought, that's alright, Monday's Monday's coming. Monday, nobody. Not one person coming onto the yard. Tuesday. Wednesday, this is where I start to get a bit cranky with God. and I know I shouldn't, and I know I'm old enough to know better, but he keeps on putting me through these tests. so obviously um, wisdom doesn't always come with A sorry, age doesn't always come with wisdom. So I start to think about, God, do you care?" You brought me here, and now you leave me. But you know that the yard's been going for four years. I've always, almost always, got a strong sense that I'm where I'm supposed to be, where uh, and Lizzie and I are where we are supposed to be. And yet, Monday, Tuesday this week, I'm I'm thinking, God, do you even exist? How's how's that? How's that? that you would even go as far as uh, uh, thinking that. But you know, God is there. He's working in the background. And we sang that uh, this morning uh, with, our, uh, with our one of our worship songs, that um, you're working in the background. God is working in the background. So... I'm starting to think by the middle of this past week, God, you're late. You are so late. I need to, I've got um, uh, creditors that need, um, uh, that need money from me. You're letting me down, God. You're late. But you know, I contacted uh, one, of those, uh, one of those creditors. I said, mate, look, I can't pay you. Till the end of the week. And he said, that's fine, that's fine, Steve, no worries at all, thanks for letting me know. So I'd been worried about a couple of creditors, this one in particular, so I give him a call thinking um, that I'll have to, yeah, um, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to make up some sort of story. All right. But I told him the truth. And he said, that's fine, Steve, no worries at all, Things are a bit quiet here. Yeah, just pay me by the end of the week and that'll be fine. So I thank God uh, uh, for that. And the problem with uh, timing is that we're using our stopwatch. We're using our stopwatch uh, with God and we're saying, now's the time, why haven't you come through for me? Your word says that you'll come through for me. My whole life before now has been full of your blessings, but I actually don't trust you right now. What a thing to say. But that's some of the thoughts that um, Satan puts into our heads when we're not being still before God and we are not listening to him and we are not looking back at our lives and saying, he's never let me down. If you read... Further on in uh, Psalm 37, um, King David says in verse 25, I was young and now I am old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be blessed. So I don't know about you, but I forget those things. And I need to be reminded. And so I continually get, uh, get, um, get these trials. So Thursday came. Okay, I'm already starting to sweat it. I've already said to God on Wednesday, you're late. All right. I'm grateful, aren't I? am grateful are not i Ungrateful. Thursday comes. We've got a few more customers, two or three people on the yard but they're not opening their wallets. So Thursday night, I'm not feeling too good. I'm just about at it. All right? God is late. This time, he's not going to come through for me. This time, things are just going to end up in a financial mess. Of course, I never look at myself and think, well, I should never have spent all our capital on um, our home office renovation. I I never think, well, hey, it's somebody else's fault. Uh, It's it's my fault. I never think that. So God, but God in his goodness, he takes my um, moaning and groaning on the chin, my complaining on the chin, and... uh, Thursday night, I get a call from a couple from Chumit, um, an older couple uh, coming from Chumit on Gumtree. They've seen a particular car that they like. It's one of the cars that I have on um, uh, cons- what I say on consignment, where I'm selling it on behalf of the owner and I'll get um, 10% of the sale. So. Um, they come over. They are a lovely couple. So Friday morning, they are right. They said they were going to arrive at ten o'clock. They arrive at nine o'clock, and um, they're ready to get. They're ready to get a car. One thing I don't understand is when I'm talking to them about Tumut. They say I said how long have you been in Tumut for? And they say oh about eight years, and she said it was like we died and went to heaven. Um, I can understand that about yes, but Tumut. Anyway, um, I said something like that to her. She wasn't impressed. um, (laughs) But this car they were looking at, they really liked this car that I was selling on consignment. And I thought to myself, oh, well, that'll get get us over a hump, uh, a little bit of a hump, the the, uh, commission that we'll get from that. But then they actually uh, glanced across, after taking that for a test drive, they glanced across to um, a little Toyota Yaris that I had, that Leslie and I actually own uh, the, the, the yard owns it, and so if they bought that car, we would get uh, the profit plus the uh, plus plus the capital back. And guess what? They bought the Aris. and so all of a sudden I'm eating humble pie, and I'm saying, "Oh God, you do exist," <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. Um, very, I, I, I really honoured God, and uh, it was His timing. And then, a few minutes later, we've we've got a car, uh, we've got a car up at um, uh, uh, the auctions in Newcastle that Leslie very uh, kindly drove up for me. Um, and uh, we didn't realise at the time, but we did once they looked at it that there were a couple of issues with it and I would not be able to get full price for it. It had been sitting on the yard for a while, hadn't sold, and so we uh, took it to the auctions uh, to sell. And uh, the auctioneers before the auction described described the car in detail to the prospective uh, uh, bidders, and uh, the car still went for much, much more than I uh, thought. We only lost a few hundred dollars... On the deal, and then the auction place uh, rings up a couple of hours later. She says, "Uh, "What do you think about that price? Do you want to sell it at that price?" I said, "Yes, please." (laughs) Um, And she said, "What we'll do is we'll um, go halves with you and our commission. So uh, instead of the commission costing uh, costing $600 for them to sell it on my on uh, our behalf, it only cost half of that." Commission, say so God's good, isn't he? God is good all the time. I need to remember that, don't I, Eliza? You got this, Dad. <laughs> I've got to remember it. I can't keep on having these. Uh, can't keep on having these tests. Um, you know, God is uh, is an intent on teaching me a lesson if it takes me all my life. And why does He put us through these tests again and again? It's because he wants us to be more like him. So waiting, as one of the tests that God puts us through, is hard. It can make you worry. But we have verses like Psalm thirty-seven seven that says, Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Don't fret. Don't worry when you see other people succeeding where you don't. Remember that he will always be on time with provision for you if you are one of his. But it'll be his timing and his timing will be the perfect timing. It won't be us with the stopwatch saying, God, you, you haven't come through. Sorry, your time's up. Okay? It's always going to be the best uh, time. It'll be his time, he's taught us a lesson, he's taught us a bit more patience than we had before and uh, he will uh, even then honour us and when that timing comes through or when that financing comes through, it's always the right time. So hopefully... I'm going to learn that lesson and he won't send it my way again. I'm sure he will. Okay. I've got to learn it and I've got to learn it uh, properly. And waiting is worth it. Yes, in this particular case, from a financial point of view, um, it was worth it. I was able to pay my bills and we've got money back in the bank again and uh, hopefully this week we'll have uh, more sales. But there's much more important lessons to learn, and this is—I just wanted to go through some of these scriptures with you. And if you're like me, you'll go, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that." But how much do I believe it? How much do we believe it when we look at these uh, look at these verses? We've got to take them to heart. And we've got to uh, acknowledge them and learn from them. And honour God. Accusing God of not existing is uh, pretty poor. Pretty poor. So what do we do? What are some of the perhaps more intangible things? Quite apart from uh, the money that was provided uh, to my business this week. What do we learn out of the waiting? Well, we learn to pray and getting into the habit of praying. Not just um, praying when we need something, but praying and blessing God and honouring God when he does provide for us. And he does provide for us. He said he He does. He'll never leave us or forsake us. There's 25 plus um, um, verses... In the Bible, that used that exact phrase, I will not forsake you, um, I will not leave you. But anyway, Philippians 4 verse 6, do not be anxious about anything. Put your name in there. Do not be anxious about anything, Stephen, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, with thanksgiving, let your requests be, known, be made known to God. Okay? That's the first uh, reason why waiting is worth it. You learn to trust and have confidence. Unless you're a slow learner like me, it takes a little bit longer. Philippians 1 verse 6. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. You learn about peace, and this is uh, the other part of Philippians chapter 4, the next one on from uh, verse 6. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So as we wait, as we honour God in the waiting, we will have peace, especially if you know and God has shown you again and again that uh, um, through a feeling of peace, that he will guard your hearts and minds and give you that peace that peace that passes all understanding. You learn about intimacy with God. So you learn to pray, you learn to trust and have confidence, you learn about peace, but you also learn about intimacy with God. 1 Peter 5 verse 7, and there's so many verses you could put there, but again, this is a common one. This is one that we pretty much all know. And it's cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I love that verse too where it says he watches over you, he sings over you as you sleep at night. If that isn't a God who exists, if that isn't a God who cares, if that isn't a God who loves you, I don't know. Who is and seemingly, and, and this week they came uh, they came very um, very regularly for me messages come from God, seemingly just for you, and almost every day, in uh, a daily reading, and I'd encourage you to have something like this. Okay, the word for today. Almost every day there was something in the reading this week that was just for me. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, what a coincidence. Imagine that. I'm worried about finances and here's a thing on not to worry. Or, um, you know, I'm not 100% certain whether God provides for me. Oh, here's a reading on God providing for me. So really important to do that and that's part of what um, Alex mentioned in the children's talk and is in Psalm 37. About spending that time might only be 5 or 10 minutes but you've got to give God some time and 5 minutes will be enough. 5 minutes will be enough for him uh, to get it through to you. And Second Timothy, when you're thinking about messages just for you, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realise what is wrong with our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. You also learn that you must let God be in control. So I try very hard, Leslie and I try very hard with our business to realise when we can't do any more. And we talk about God, um, our Father, as being the CEO of our business. And I'm sure Gunning Butcher Shop is the same, and I'm I'm sure Trader & Co is the same. God's the boss. Sometimes we'll get things that um, we just can't deal with, and we just have to say uh, we can't do it uh, anymore i right, trying to be the same. We've got more business people than I realise. Um, can't, can't it's, it's something that I can't deal with and what we're going to do is we're going to wait on God and we're going to just hand it over to God and say, I can't handle this. You need to take control. And the thing that encourages us to realise that God is able to manage things for us that we can't do Is um, The classic one is Isaiah 55 verses 8 and 9 where God says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways. So he's saying, I can do more than you can even imagine. And that's another verse, a great verse that we uh, need to remember and need to take to heart. But his ways are higher, so we can pass things on to him that we can't deal with and we don't know how he's going to deal with it we don't know how he's going to manage it but of course he does All right. so what we've learned is we've learned to pray during the waiting we've learned to trust and have confidence we've learned about peace we've learned about intimacy we've learned about uh, messages from him just for us We've learned about him being in control. And I guess one of the most poignant ones is we've learned a little more about being like Jesus. Because ultimately that's the purpose for our lives. That's God's purpose for our lives. He wants us to be more like his son Jesus. And Ephesians 2 verse 10 says, For we are his workmanship... Created in and through Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So we all want to be a bit more like Jesus, don't we? That's not asking too much, is it? Um, Sometimes God has to work really hard on it, um, but he wants us to be more like his son Jesus. And of course, as I read before from verse twenty-five, Psalm thirty-seven, you learn overall, uh, you learn most of all—that He does love you, and He's always loved you. He's loved you when you were fo- even before you were formed uh, in in your in your mum's tummy. He loved you, and He loves you still. Just want to finish again with uh, one Bible verse and one uh, quote. Quote is from Christine Kane, one of um, Australia's most uh, amazing uh, Bible teachers, and she says, "God hasn't forgotten you, even when it feels too late. Even when you feel your dreams slipping through your fingers. Even when breakthrough feels impossible." Even then, God hasn't forgotten you. Right now, as we sang this morning, right now God is working behind the scenes on your behalf. And he will make a way right on time. He is trustworthy, he is good, and he is faithful to fulfil his promises. Deuteronomy six says, Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or terrified because of them. And them could be anything. Anything that's holding you back from trusting God. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Let's pray. Thank you Lord for the trials uh, you put us through. Thank you for the lessons that you teach us. Lord, and why do you do it? You do it because you want us to learn. You want us to be more like your son. You want us to live uh, lives with purpose, your purpose, Lord. So we thank you for that and we thank you most of all. Promise after promise in your word that says you will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, we honour and bless your name for that. We thank you in the precious name of your son, Jesus, that made our lives possible. We thank you, Lord. Amen. Thanks for joining us today